You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Hello, and welcome to the Salty Sex Cast Quarantine Edition. <laughs> with Mariah and Pamela. Yeah. <laughs> so we are trying... Um, our recording. We're all in our own homes. We are doing it through Zoom this time, and hopefully it'll be a little less jumping than Skype was, um, but we appreciate your patience. We also have a guest today. So, Cassie, if you want to go ahead and say hi. Hello. And Pamela, do you mind introducing Cassie? Yeah, no problem. So, Cassie's a friend of mine, um, and she and her husband um, and they're still technically newlyweds because they just got married last summer, uh, which is super cute. They have a sub-dom relationship. And so, so she is here today to talk to us about their relationship and all of those things that we um, are always so curious about other people. <laughs> and the things they do behind <laughs> closed doors. <laughs> After all the questions. That could be scary. <laughs> For us or for you? <laughs> I don't. Both, maybe. No. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys that are on Patreon and can see our video right now, you get to watch me eat my weight in blueberry. Because it's so damn close to blueberry. And I'm a little bit obsessed. Sorry, you cut out a little bit. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, sorry. I was just oh. saying. You get to see me eat my weight in blueberries today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you have access to our video right now. Yeah. I think it's awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. But anyway. Um, so, yeah, let's do we have any podcast business we need to go over before we jump into questions? Um, just that if you aren't already a patron that you might want to think, consider heavily joining because we're going to start taking off some of our old episodes and we're going to archive them and they will only be available to our patrons. So listen up to all of them, catch up, re-listen or become a patron. Yeah. And if you do get to see our video, you also get to see how cute Mariah looks today. I got ready. Cool. Look at I you. To pick me up. <laughs> you actually put on makeup, which is awesome. If I had thought about the fact that we were going to be on video tonight, I maybe would have washed my hair, <laughs> but I did not. Yeah, I um, I got all ready because I was like, "Hey, I need to go to Costco, and I have to go pick up my kids. Um, I'll just, you know, feel a little bit better about myself today and do a few things." Yeah, go pull up to Costco. It's closed Easter Sunday. <laughs> you ever knew that? But I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. yeah. At least it's Maybe. not wasted. No. <laughs> All right. Well, Cassie. Yes. Tell us about how you met your husband. I met him on a website called FetLife. Woo. My phone dropped. Sorry. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Um, tell us what FetLife is all about. So FetLife is for different fetishes. 
Okay. And pretty much anything under the sun you can find there. Um, I went on to get, I was looking into the dominant and sub relationships. So I got on there and you can find like where you live and the groups and go to like seminars and go and actually learn about stuff. That's what I joined it for. And yeah. then there's other, other people you can connect with and you have like a little bio on your group. And so you can like, or on your page. And so you can talk to people. And that's what I started it for is because I wanted to take some rope classes because I love to be tied up. So I wanted to learn the safety behind all of that as well. Yeah. And not just walk into it naively and end up getting hurt. And I had a thing on my page that I like scuba diving. And so he sent me a message. And so we talked on there for like a month before we ended up meeting. Oh, wow. And, and so, what got you interested in it in the first place that you were doing all this research? I was on just a regular dating site on match.com mm -hmm. and went on a date with a guy and he was a dominant. And so it kind of introduced me to it. He was a, not what I would want, but it introduced me to like, I think I really like this. I like this lifestyle. I do like being, I don't like being in control. I can if I need to be. Yeah. But I do enjoy giving that control over to somebody else as long as they're taking care of it and they respect that control. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started looking into it after he kind of introduced it to me and started reading books and, and it's completely who I am. That's awesome that you found your, your niche, I guess your family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you yep. um, so you said you liked it to be tied up. How, when did you discover that you liked that? That wasn't a blueberry, by the way. Oh, a lot, quite a, quite a while ago, um, with my ex-husband, we'd, it'd be like just the basic, you know, tie your hands back. And I, I really enjoyed that, but I didn't realize I enjoyed it as much as I did really until I met my husband gotcha. now. And I, so I really enjoy being tied up and I even like how it looks like there's somewhere it's not even super sexual. Yeah. They'll, they'll like, you know, they'll tie you up in the, and they'll have the cool designs and yeah. all that. And so, yeah. So we I wanted to like look into that too. We're wanting to do a photo shoot like that. Yeah. Ooh. It would be really cool. Hi. Is that right? What's the name of what? Remember, is it called Hentai? Am I embarrassing myself right now? <laughs> is that not the name of it? I think it's hentai is a type oh, of porn. I can't remember. I can't remember it's what it's called. Like anime porn? No, oh, it's like it's like okay. tentacle porn. Oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> all of us are wrong. No, that's not the pretty sex sure. expert at all. <laughs> oh yeah, full disclosure. <laughs> that was the best. Okay, so there is a name for it though, for the rope tying. Yeah, it's like. It's like Gyrian. It's a G, like G Y. Ah, oh, I'd have to look it up. Okay. I'll Google. 
I'll Google Sorry, it. That's what Brady for. I just need to open my incognito tab. Hold on. <laughs> um, no, I actually went to um, so Kairos Studios. They do um, performances, you know, the aerial mm-hmm. arts. Yeah. And they did one where they tied her up like in front of everybody. And it was so, so cool because it was very, very intricate, really, mm-hmm. really neat. But that was probably the first time I've seen it like happening live i guess not even live but watching it done instead yeah. of seeing like after the fact so it was really cool but kin um kin so Baku. what kimbaku what is it kinbaku k-i-n-b-a-k-k-u oh, <laughs> i could be saying that wrong i don't speak japanese <laughs> that's okay i think we got close so what were you going to ask mariah um, so you, you know, were on this site, um, met your husband, he reached out cause you were into scuba diving. Yes. Um, and so when you're on a profile, do you say like you are interested in the sub or interested in the Dom? Like you pick that, like you do genders. Yes. Yeah, you can. Um, it'll have like, you know, my name and then you can put like, if you're a sub, a submissive, a dominant and then if you're looking for a relationship and then what if you're what you're looking for like a dominant or if you just want like a play partner or whatever and so they can kind of see like yeah. what you are looking for or if you're in a relationship if you're in poly you can actually put everybody you're in if everybody's on fat life so they can see like who's you know who's all in like the dynamic oh, as well there you go pamela you can yeah. ditch Tinder <laughs> <laughs> since Tinder ditched you. Yeah, they could. So what you're saying is that like FetLife isn't a dating site, but it's people can no. use it. Yes. Yep. And you can meet some really cool people. There's not just the dominant sub, you know, there's people for, for polyamorous and then some that are into like, what's it called? Furries, you know, so they like to dress up you know, in that outfits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so you can meet like with people that are like-minded and all of that and like find groups that are in your area. Oh, cool. Um, so for those who are listening and have zero knowledge on the sub dom lifestyle, uh-huh. how would you describe it in a nutshell? I'm all- <laughs> so, <laughs> I've given all of my control over to my dominant. Um, How much protocol or how many rules is up to them individually. Some are pretty strict. Some are more lax. We have a little more of a lax relationship. Um, But as I give him control of who I am for them, really, he takes care of me mentally, physically, spiritually, so he takes care of who I am. That's his job is to protect who I am and to help me grow mm-hmm. okay. as well. So um, it has like um, greater reach than just the bedroom. Right? Oh, yeah. yep. Every dynamic of your relationship. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep, in everything that we do. That's really cool. And I love that it works for you guys that you found that. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about this and I was like, I don't want that responsibility to, because I, I am not a sub in any way, shape, or form. But I wouldn't want that responsibility to be a dom over someone else either. Somebody like else. momentarily, I could put on that hat for a minute. But all day, every day, I don't think I could. So that's kind of cool. I wouldn't be able to do it with everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I'm sure. You know, like I've met some, some men, absolutely not. I wouldn't trust them with picking my dinner out, let alone taking care of who I am. <laughs> um, I mean, granted, I might not trust my husband sometimes to pick out what I eat because I eat so weird anyway. No, just kidding. But, you know, so not everybody, they have to earn that. It's just not something that you just give over. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Because um, I guess uh, my only exposure to that lifestyle is Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> so I'm just thinking of like the Red Room of Pain. <laughs> the Red Room of Pain, yes. Okay, admittedly, I did not read Fifty Shades of Grey or see the movies. But I read like an excerpt of the book and I thought it was total garbage. Um, <laughs> That's what I was embarrassed to but, admit. But not because of, you know, the BDSM. I think that's absolutely fine. I just think the writing was terrible, like really yeah. poorly executed. Um, and then I think the relationship wasn't a healthy BDSM relationship. So it was, yeah. from what I understand, a really bad representation of what it is healthy people do in mm -hmm. type of relationship. So can you tell us for a second, all of the things that story got wrong, <laughs> like correct the wrongs for us. And I think it, kind of portrayed that almost rich guy coming in yeah well and stalking her for one thing he has right. a whole file he has a whole file on her and everything she did that's kind of creepy that's very um creepy. that's not you know and you sit down and you talk we call it vetting so you go through all these questions all these things you're okay with yeah um and not just bam this is what you're gonna do yeah you know, this is, I'm not okay with this. I'm okay with this. You know, and all these expectations that he had of her. And then that room, like, I don't think they ever really sat down and talked about, I'm not willing to do this. He just took her into the dungeon. Mm. And that's not, that's not okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'd love it, but, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think about the movie now because <laughs> I've watched it. I've watched it and found just some cool toys that he had in his red room that I wanted to buy. <laughs> that's about what I got out of it. And I was like, that's really cool. I need to buy one of those. <laughs> I, I did pick up on some of those things. I've tried a few of them that like she, I, I think more in the book than in the movie. I don't think they really did it in the movie, but where she's kind of like strapped down and then wears a blindfold and then headphones with like music oh, yeah so you take away all the senses but like feel yes. well I smell but I wouldn't yeah. want to plug my nose either but that's really cool we do that every once in a great while just to really mix mm -hmm. it up I thought that was really fun do you have a good so. name for that so I can put it on our uh, glossary Mariah what do you call it's, that um 
I don't know. I'll have to think about it. How's that good sex? Good sex. Good sex. Good sex. <laughs> Awkward Zoom pause. Uh, but but he's very controlling, but I don't think in a healthy way. Like I've I've given my control over to Gunner, but he doesn't control me in a broken way. I'm not isolated, you know, from my family. I'm not, and he doesn't control every aspect, like you know what I eat, what time I wake up. I mean, he can. I've given him that control. Yeah, but he hasn't. He doesn't do that unless he has to. My understanding has always been that it's really the sub that has the control in that relationship dynamic. Because I mean, the ultimate control, because you are the one that's handing it over and saying, mm-hmm. this is what I want. Um, this is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with. Now you yeah. go, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said you brought some... Okay, hold on. Before we move on with that, what are some other misunderstandings since we're kind of on that movie and that, that you know, Hollywood portrayal of those types of inform- yeah. uh, relationships? What's other things that you've found that have been really far off from either what, how you practice um, that lifestyle or how other people do typically? I think a lot of people see it kinkier than it is. I mean, we have our moments of course, you know, mm-hmm. in the bedroom. But I do think that people see it a lot more kinkier than that. Like there's like, I'm getting my ass beat all the time. <laughs> I'm really not. You know, we have our moments of play, but it's just like any other couple. And it's, he's not barking orders. And I think there's some of that that people think it's not this constant. I don't live in fear when my husband's home. Zero at all. I don't fear him at all. And I think people think that there's a piece of that that comes into that, that I'm listening to him because I fear him or I'm afraid he's going to discipline me in some way because I don't do what he asks me to do. Mm. And that it's a fear base. And it should not be. There shouldn't be fear there. Isn't the discipline the fun part? (laughs) I have never (laughs) once been disciplined. Oh, um, work for me. I think I, I think I would be like breaking the rules all the time just for fun, just to get disciplined. <laughs> that, but that that's just my personality <laughs> in general. Uh, well, that's all like you know, being a dominatrix for like a night or something, or just beat the shit out of someone for being naughty. I would be totally okay with that. <laughs> oh, Mariah, I could absolutely see you doing that. Well, it'd be oh, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to give me that much power. I will abuse it. This is why it's not okay for me to be in this lifestyle. <laughs> and I would definitely probably, if like a punishment was, let's say spanking, I'd probably be a shit so I could get spanked because I'm a masochist and I enjoy that. <laughs> and so I would be like, all right, bring it on. What else we got? We got a whip. What do we got going on here? And so he would never discipline me with that because he knows it would not do anything. It would be something else. He'd have to find some other creative way, probably not let me talk or something for like 
two hours and it would drive me nuts or something. There would be something else that he would have to find. Yeah. That would, that would discipline me in some other way. Cassie is a talker. That's why I thought she'd be perfect for this episode. (laughs) Am I talking too much? No, you're our guest. You're supposed to talk as much as you can. (laughs) You fit right in. So it's perfect. Um, so any other like misunderstandings that, or, you know, reactions maybe that people have given you when they find out, um, about this lifestyle? Some of them, I do think some people believe it's abuse based Mm. as well. So they find out it's your sub. I haven't had it a whole lot with me, at least not right now, but I know other people have that automatically people assume you're being abused in the home, at the house. And that's hopefully not the case. I can see some doms maybe taking it that far, you know, but that's not how it should be. But that's using the relationship dynamic as an excuse for abuse, right? Yeah. Not- for, yeah. For abuse, the ultimate, like an honest to dom and sub relationship, that's not what it's going to be based on is abuse. And one, I mean, we're very careful when we play not to leave marks that other people can see because I could very easily, I love my toys. Do you know what I mean? But if somebody else outside of our, you know, safe place or whatever, anybody that knew what we were into could very well see that. Or if you have rope burns on your hands because they tied you up and not understanding where that comes from and then it's automatically you're an abusive relationship when you're not yeah Yeah. um have you ever had marks left and you kind of see them and it makes you giggle a little because it's like reminds you of the night or what happened oh absolutely okay (laughs) like i know i've done that before i'm like (laughs) i think it's kind of like bite marks and hickeys it's kind of this Mm -hmm. thing Oh yeah, absolutely. And he does like, cause he's a trucker. He's, he's a truck driver. So there's times I don't see him for four to six weeks. Mm. And so he'll come home and that's usually the night before he leaves. We have a good session, you know, and oh yeah, I, I'll have plenty of blue bruises and it's, it's nice. He's like, see, now you can remember me when I'm gone. <laughs> like, oh. yes. <laughs> that's so sweet. But I enjoy it. Have you gotten any pushback from your family or anyone? Right at first, they were a little concerned because they weren't they weren't really sure of who, if he he was who he said he really actually is. Okay. You know, because he's extremely caring, very, very protective. Uh, and he takes care of me well and loves me well. But it was, they were a little nervous that if he was going to use it, you know, to cause harm or to break me. Cause that was their thing is not, you know, that I don't, I don't want to be broken. Cause you can very much break us up to where her spirits broke oh. and where the eyes are down. And it's yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like they're so afraid to voice their opinion because you have broken them. And he's totally against that. He's like, I fell in love with your fire. That's what I want. I'm not there to break that because I want nothing. So he's kind of cautious with me. 
because he does not want to break that. He wants to make sure that I stay the fiery little pistol that he that he married. <laughs> or like changing your personality. I could see that kind of being a fear. Is like, is this going to change? Is this person going to create? You know, someone completely different because they have mm-hmm. that control. Um, yeah. You know, I could see that being another fear too for from friends and family members who knew you before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we moved fairly quick. It's like an understatement. Um, <laughs> so we moved very, very quickly in our relationship as well. So they weren't sure. Then it was like we met in October and bought a house in January. So it was really quick. Um, but everything clicked from the second I met him. Our souls clicked. And I trusted him with who I was. And he has protected that. Um, but it took a little while for the fam- some family and friends just to see that he was genuine in who he was. You know, and they love and adore him now. Yeah. I'm curious about what a typical day looks like for you. When he's, when he's home. Yeah, oh, okay. I was like, I'm like, right now I'm sitting on the couch and I work out. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's say pre coronavirus. Okay. There we go. Cause I was like, oh, it's not exciting right now. <laughs> and then like when, when he's back in town with you, then mm-hmm. what do your interactions look like? You like, you wake up in the morning and. He always wakes up earlier than me. Okay. And he usually lets me, he usually lets me sleep because I'm the sleeper out of the two of us. (laughs) Um, We usually kind of relax just for the first little bit. He likes to cook. He usually cooks breakfast. That's not my thing. I'm not a big breakfast person. If so, it's something small like oatmeal. I don't want some big meal of potatoes. Yeah. Um, And uh, then if we have like chores to do around the house, when he's home, I don't do a lot of cleaning because he's usually home for like two days and then he's back out on the road. So we spend a lot of our time if we need to go visit friends or if there's something he needs to fix around the house. Um, I get his drinks for him. I cook dinner unless he wants to cook. He like he enjoys cooking. He went to culinary school. So once in a while, he'll, I want to cook. So he'll go and cook. Um but I'll cook. I get his drinks. I clean up his plate. If he needs anything, that's my job is to make sure he doesn't have to do anything when I'm home other than the manly chores. Cause it's very much a fifties lifestyle. That's very much our basis. Okay. What he says, what he says goes as well as he takes out the garbage. A woman doesn't take out the garbage. Like it's very much that I don't touch the cart when we're at the grocery store. Cause that's not, a woman's job. So he pushes the cart. He puts the cart away. You get in the car. He unloads the groceries. Is that typical of a subdom relationship? I, I don't think so. I think that some of the, his, as well as the fifties, like that still kind of weirds me out. And he knows it. Cause I'm like, I can help you put groceries in the car. He's like, that's not your job. I'm like, okay, I'll go sit down. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but they're not that heavy. Yeah. He's like, no, He's like, you get in the car, I do the work. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you might flip your uterus. I know. You have to be careful of that, Cassie. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. 
you know, and so each one is individual. Like you'll meet, you'll meet some that are very, they're very strict on what they do. Um, he doesn't care if I wear makeup. Actually, he's pretty anti. Oh. You know, and so it's not, I don't have to get up to my hair, do my makeup, that kind of stuff. Um, he knows where I'm at at all times. I don't leave the house without letting him know. Okay. So, like, and it's been from day one. And it's not a control. It, to me, it's a respect thing. Yeah. I'm going here. He just knows where I'm at. If it's like a dinner date, mm -hmm. I always ask. I'm like, hey, so-and-so asked me to go to lunch. Is that fine? He's never once told me no. Yeah. You know, but I still leave it in his court. And so, but he ain't out to like isolate me from anybody, you know. And, that, me from and, and, and that's all part anyways. of the that's all part of the sub relationship is is that kind of leaving it in his court for lunch dates and uh the, yeah okay um are you able to cassie put down your sun visor sorry just on the video you just look it's already bit. down oh okay <laughs> i'm in the back here hang on i'm moving oh. <laughs> i was in the back seat is that oh that is that better Yes, it actually, because before it looks like you're just a floating head for a minute. <laughs> well, right. I'm in a dirt parking lot at the end of our road because we don't get cell service. I live in a canyon, so we don't get cell service out there. So I'm like parked in a dirt road. And as the sun's going down, I can watch the shadow on my face. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> there we go. Oh, thank you for sacrificing all of that for us, too. Oh, yeah, not a problem. And everything. You're hanging out in the hot car for us. It's very oh, sweet. it's not too bad. <laughs> the joys of corona isolation. Oh, I know. It's horrible. Um, so, Sub and Dom, what are other names that you've heard this lifestyle called? They have the, the dominant and sub, and then they have, you'll hear sometimes somebody say like a daddy dom, or it's a DD and LG is like daddy dom and little girl. Yeah. <laughs> I have a harder time with that one because I, I don't grasp that one completely. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, the, the way that Gunner does it, he would be more considered a daddy dom. He is very, because they consider that the one that's protective and he's nurturing. He wants to take care of who you are. Mm -hmm. And it's, and so, but I'm not a little girl. <laughs> so I don't understand that one. That's been one I've been trying, I tried to read into, but I don't understand it completely. But I know that, um, there's that one. That's probably the one I see the most is that. And then they have the slave and the master. A, a master and slave is another one, another dynamic of the lifestyle that's way more stricter than a dominant and sub. Yeah, so I think the, the gender roles are that the man is the dom and the female is the sub. Have you found that to be true? Um. Most times, but I've like on set, you'll see a lot of 
And if it's a girl, they usually call her a dommy. Mm. And so you'll see a lot. There's a lot of them on set. And so it's kind of cool seeing. We have a friend that that's, she's a dommy. And so, but I think for the most part, I think there's more men, but at least from what I've seen so far. When, when the woman is the dom, then what does that role look like? Like, is it a mommy little boy scenario ever, or? I've, um, I've heard some of those, like that she would be like the mommy and then they're almost, you know, younger. They almost act younger. Okay. Um, or it's just like ours, but then the sub is, you know, male, female, whoever. Um, but just like ours, that she's taking care of them mentally, physically, emotionally as well. Um, do people worry less about a woman being the dom? I'm not sure. I've heard a lot of people more give them crap. Really? Yeah, like I've heard, like even just seeing some on the backlash of the woman being so dominant, and then if, especially if there's like a men, a male sub, yeah, that they're, you know, that you just kind of see some backlash on that. Which I mean, I don't think there should be. No. You know, but I have seen some of that. That there's some, that there's some backlash. Mm-hmm. And then. What about other combinations? Do you see a lot of, um, you know, female, female relationships, male, male? Yeah. I was in spectrum of genders. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I was part of a a BDSM um, dominant sub group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And probably one of the wisest and just coolest people, like, where they were both a gay couple. Mm-hmm. And so here in their side, you know, and the dom was a man and the sub was a, a, a male as well. And it was just really cool. They had a lot of experience. And so they had a lot of wisdom to share too. So it was just awesome. That's really cool. That's super awesome. Um, Brady, I thought of a name for the blindfold and headphones, but I'm not sure if it's super... I don't know. Do we we offend everybody all the time, don't we? Do it. Do it. <laughs> Blind, deaf, and fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Um, do you have a like a safe word? I don't know. Because do you feel like he's ever taken it too far where you're like, ooh, outside my comfort zone? How do you communicate that with him? I, I don't have a safe, I don't have a safe word. I don't feel I need one, at least not right now. We've talked about maybe later. Um, if it gets to where he's home more and that's what we're working on, hopefully getting to where he's home more, we would like to get a dungeon and start pushing our limits. And at that point we will bring in a safe word because if you're gagged, it's hard to say your safe word as well. Yeah. You know, so you've got to come up with like hand signals or anything else. Um, Blinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blink tank Blink Yeah. Um, at this point, he is not a sadist. Yeah. 
It doesn't and, sound like it. It sounds no. like he can read you really well too yeah. and wants to fulfill your needs. And so if anything, I want him to go harder. <laughs> and he's like, nope. And he'll stop beforehand. Like if anything, and he's like, I'll get, yeah, I'll get some bruises on my ass or whatever, but that's about it. You know, he's like, okay, it's wealthy enough. I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, no, come on. No, Laura, I'm good. I'm good. I'm <laughs> I'm fine. He's like, no. James. And so he's very cautious. He does not want to hurt. He does not get off on that whatsoever. And he only does it because I enjoy it. Jamie and I were flirting with a girl who was into the BDSM scene on Tinder. And her safe word was pineapple. But if pineapple. she, if pineapple, but if she was gagged, she would, you know, tap out like an MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I've heard of people holding like, handkerchiefs in their hands and then if it gets too much they'll drop them and then they know like when i got that's too much when i got waterboarded in the military i held two metal rods and when i dropped them they stopped the exercise oh yeah Um, so similar idea yeah i feel like my face shows it all i don't need a word or an action yeah you know (laughs) <laughs> there's really no guesswork <laughs> yeah he's definitely very good at reading me and so he stops usually like usually beforehand wait sometimes way before i'm like no but he's not out to hurt me that's for sure yeah you you've said that um you guys are not very hardcore septum mm-hmm. What have you have you met some hardcore septum people? Not in person. Okay. I mean, I've talked to people. I mean, like I've talked to people online, mm-hmm. and he has some. He has some friends that are, but they live in St. George, so we haven't. I haven't got to go down there yet, and I haven't got to meet them. And they're pretty. He he has five subs. Oh, and I I. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a I lot mean, of, work. <laughs> yeah. And so, but I'm just speaking from like a poly perspective, but mm-hmm. using that oh, many, yeah. taking care of them, whatever. And so it's definitely, you know, so there is some people that are very, they're very, we could, they're, it's called high protocol. And so it's like, okay, if Gunner came home, I would be at the door kneeling, waiting for him to come home. You would wear like a certain outfit. He would pick out the outfit. And we don't do a whole lot of that. We've talked about adding some of that later on maybe, but that that's mostly because I want to. Like, I think it sounds cool. Maybe not every day, but once in a while, it's like, I want you to welcome me at the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. But we always have guests at the house, and it's weird to be on your knees naked at the door when somebody comes to your door. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So how long has um, your husband known that, like, he likes this lifestyle? Because it seems like, obviously, that's how you guys met. He already had that established role. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, like, do you know much of that history? Um, it's been probably 25 years or so. He was in the military. 
and his friend introduced it to him and he's like you're totally a dominant like and so he kind of looked into that and he's so he's done it pretty much it's, I think it's been like 25 years and he's helped other dominants like he's trained submissives or slaves oh. and so he he knows like this is some of the like the high protocol or whatever these positions are supposed to stand in and they like and so he's but ours is a little different than even like when he's trained people he don't walk me around on a leash <laughs> This is your first relationship like this, right? Yes. Okay. Are so you like he's taken that role of trainer for you as well to a certain extent? A little bit, but I think he's had a harder time because everybody he's trained, he's not connected with. Mm. And so we've connected so much. He sometimes has a harder time with that, like, he enjoys just how we are. And so sometimes let's say the training or this is what I want you to do. He has a really hard time being stern with me because we have connected on every level. And now it's not just dominant sub I'm his wife. Yeah. As well. And so we're trying to kind of go through that as well on what works for us. Cause I think he's always had this, a dominant is, more stern mm-hmm. and a little bit more forceful. And he's like, I don't want to be an asshole with you. I'm like, well, I don't think you have to be an asshole. So we're trying to kind of figure that out and exactly how it fits for us yeah. as well as, you know, with being married as well. I used to want, want to be able to healthy, live it out. Yeah. Healthy relationship and extend it. It's not the short term thing that. Yeah. Does he still train people? No. No. Okay. Would you ever, I don't know, I can't say allow that because is that your role, but um, would that be something you'd think that may happen in the future or something that he was training someone or I don't know. I see the only way he'd probably do it now is if let's say if it was for a really good friend and that somebody he knew, but just in general, I don't think so. Um, he asks my opinion, probably on almost everything. He really, he takes what I feel and how I think into consideration. Um, so, I mean, I can see maybe doing it for like a good friend, but probably not just like, just for anybody. Gotcha. This is interesting concepts. First time I've ever heard of someone else training someone else's sub. Oh uh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Kathy, you talked about that you did a lot of research. Ooh. Sorry, that's my car. I had to start it up when it was, because it was getting cold in here. And there's like a belt that like bings, and I was hoping it wouldn't do it, but it did it. I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. I just wasn't <laughs> sure if like all of a sudden I started echoing up of somebody's audio. No, <laughs> no that, was my, that was my car. <laughs> um, so you brought some toys and things to show us. But you also said you brought a book, and that was something that you used for research. Will you yeah. Talk a little bit about that book. Yeah, hang on. It's in the back seat where oh. I was my first position. <laughs> so you're following me, guys, again. 
Here's the tour of her car. <laughs> okay. So the book I read, it's a really easy read. Um, and it breaks down all the lingo, the red fox to look in a relationship. You know, because you go through your limits. That's the biggest thing. And that you call like, betting. Yeah. So you okay. bet and you go through your limits, like your hard limits. Like, I refuse to do this. Um, your soft limit, you're like, it's not my favorite, but I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe things you haven't tried. So you're not so sure if you'd like them or not. Yeah. Yeah. And they need to follow your limits. Like that's the biggest thing on the relationship as well is they don't step over that your hard limits. So yeah. Have respect. Huh? It's about respect. Yeah. Like in and in. You know, and they don't respect you very much if they go over one of your hard limits that you're not willing to do, you know, and they can impose limits like Gunner has. Gunner's like, you're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> End of story. Like, could you give us like, an example? Okay. Yeah, what's something he's asked you not to do or told you not to um, do? I cannot give him head anymore. <gasps> but why? <laughs> Bella. Because it is probably my one thing. Okay, one, it's not my favorite thing to do. I have a lot of past ex- abuse from like six years old. That that's, and every time I give head, it throws my head into that headspace. Oh. And I ended up talking to him about it. Like I would do it because it was the one thing I could do as a woman for him. Because he knows how attracted to women I am. Like he knows that. He knows that I'm more attracted to women than pretty much men. Yeah. Um, so to me, that was, it was really hard, really, when he said, you can't do that anymore. He goes, I love you too much to know that that's where your head is when you're doing that. Mm. You know, and so that was like, he, nope, you're not doing it anymore. Yeah. And, you know, some of them are like the basic, you know, we're not going to do no piss play. Yeah, no, don't pee on me. We're, I'm good. <laughs> You know, so some of them are like some of the basic stuff. Anything like um, basic, like you can't um, uh, like go to sleep between this and this time. You know, I'm just thinking of basic bodily, like daily things. Like there is cool. with some people. I don't. Um, oh. I mean, he's not like that with me. Some people are like they're very much or like you have to be in bed by nine and awake by this time. And you have to work out at this time. He will, like, even for a short period of time, sometimes do that if I'm super depressed and I'm having a hard time getting going. Then for a little while, he's like, hey, tomorrow, you're up at this time. You need to work out, even a small workout. Okay, I I, sign up for that. (laughs) Yeah, so I do better when I work out. You know what I mean? I feel mentally better. And so he knows when he watches me fall back, he's like, nope. And then he'll back off as soon as he sees I'm okay, you know, then it's like, okay, then we're fine. She's doing stuff, you know, she's doing stuff on her own. But if I'm sleeping till two o'clock in the afternoon, because I don't want to get up, then he'll, no, you need to get up and you need to clean this part of the house. Okay. Now you need to work out like, and he'll try to just help keep me focused. But it's for me, not, you know, because he knows I need it. And I'm asking too, as well. I'm like, you know, and I'll usually tell him, I'm like, I can't stay focused right now on my own. I need your help. Yeah. And he's like, okay, 
I'll give you some rules. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I would probably totally sign up for like temporary rules or like, here's my week long contract. <laughs> yeah. you know, here's my hard limits, soft limits, all the things. I would, I would maybe just do that as, for fun to like mix things up. Mix I don't things know up. If my would care if my husband would care to like let me do it in return. <laughs> yeah. Because he probably knows I take it too far. Just <laughs> oh, but sorry. That so that book. Yes. So it's called. Oh, sorry. Camera for what? a second. Could you hold it up in front of your camera for a second? Oh yeah. Just so we can see. Yeah. Can you guys see it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. So it's how to be a healthy and happy submissive. Nice. So it. It's very good, I think, especially for like that beginning where you're trying to figure out how to ask them questions or how, and it, there's a whole bunch on like red flags. And so you can read those and, you know, and it's just like, oh, okay, he's a jackass. We <laughs> don't really want to, <laughs> we don't want to pursue that. You know what I mean? Cause you can get yourself in some dangerous positions yeah. um, if they don't know what they're doing as well, or, or if they're really not into taking care of who you are. Um, so what are some of the other toys that you, like, did you bring some of your favorite toys to give us some instructions? Yep, and some of the, I mean, I know you've seen one, my collar. Oh, yeah. So that is a big thing in the dominant and sub, is being collared. It's okay. like ownership. Yeah. And, and so... I don't wear it all the time. I used to wear mine every day, but I'm super sensitive to the middle. I can't find one that doesn't break out my back of my neck. Aww. So we're in this process of trying to find a way to like cover the chain. Yeah. And that, and that one I brought to the photo shoot was all metal in my whole neck, like broke out. And, yes. And it kind of just makes <laughs> me sad because I don't get to wear it. And that's like, that in a lot of dominant subs, it's almost held higher than a marriage. That collar, when they collar you, that is almost held high, higher than a wedding ring. Wow. But and, there are a lot of dominant sub relationships that only exist like in the sexual realm, right? Like where, I mean, well, not only exist, but just that they're Brady's not. Got a collar on. Huh? Brady's collaring himself right now. So. <laughs> but, but they're not partners in other ways. Like they're, they're not nesting partners. They're not no. typical boyfriend, girlfriend. It's just that dubs some sub dumb connection. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. And they'll, they'll be like play sessions. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so like the dominatrix. Yeah. That would have like a play session. If it's just play session. And a lot of times, at least in their lifestyle, they consider that a top and a bottom. Uh -huh. So the top would be like this, the dominant, the bottom's like the sub, but it's only in the bedroom. Okay. So like, I'm a top, I'm a bottom. So it's, you know, day-to-day -day normal stuff. And even if they're married or not, they only want the sexual side of it. Okay. Which is usually kinky. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of kink that comes to it with it. But with the dynamic that you guys have, are, are there couples that 
don't have that kinky element in the bedroom, but still have the the sub and dom connection? I think a little bit, but you don't hear about it a whole lot. There's okay. usually some kink at some in some degree in like in the relationship. And mm-hmm. I think that kind of comes with the dominant side of stuff. Like they're going to show you that they're dominant. Like, yeah. you know, so they're going to tie you up. They're going to, you know, whatever they like to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whatever they like. Some of them, you know, they're into some really crazy stuff. Yeah. But people think I'm probably into crazy stuff too. I think I'm into mellow stuff, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so toys. Show us your toys. I didn't bring a whole lot, like you can tell. Oh, I so didn't collars, but do you have anything else? I brought my ball gag. Cool. So this one has the little. It has holes in it, so you can actually breathe. Nice. Okay. You know, breathe too much, you can whistle. <laughs> it has little holes. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Can you see it? Ooh. So this has little pokey. Can you see my pokies? What's that called again? A, a needler? I I don't know, but it's amazing. It's got a name. It's like a meat tenderizer. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. That uh, up the camera close again. Yeah. A little higher. There, there we go. There we go. So Can that you see the pokies? that rolls along your skin, right? Yeah. So Cassie, what part do you like tenderized? <laughs> really? Do you want to know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I'm like, is this um, an X-rated one, or do I have to keep it PG? We're always X-rated. Yeah. Okay. No, you don't but, have to. No, here I'll I'll tell you, but not. He normally flogs me. Okay. And like Jesus like, and the riding crop, which I brought my flogger. Okay, that's a nice one. Yeah, that's a nice one. This is the cheap little vinyl shit that comes with like the blindfold kit. No. And I had another one. I didn't bring it. It only has five and they're like braided. So oh. they're like mean. That's mean. That would hurt. Yeah. And it's great if it hits perfect, but sometimes, and then it has long strips of leather at the end. They'll rip around and they'll hit your lips and not up here. Ow. Ow. No. That, that sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I like that. No, that's Like not- my ass likes it and my thighs like it. But if it turns around and hits the wrong thing, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> but after he does that, usually, then you're already like kind of irritated. Your your skin's on fire. Yeah. Then you can use that. And it's great for like on your butt, inside of your thighs, on your cookie. It's actually amazing. <laughs> And then my writing crop. Nice. Smack your hand with that. Where did you get that? I bought this at the sex store in Clinton. Oh, I was hoping. Or in Caseville. I was hoping you were buying it at a a, a tackle shop or a tack and gear shop. (laughs) Oh, yeah. For for horses. Oh, that, I thought we bought. Uh, yeah. That was my hope. That's just walk, really cool stuff. <laughs> walk in wearing a collar to a tack shop. <laughs> have them one times to test it out. <laughs> this is my play collar. 
Ooh, that looks fun. So what is the inside so, of that? Is that is that fur lined? Is that kind of no, like the one that not. I had on? For those of you oh, who, who cool. don't have the video, you know, Patreon, right? And it has nipple clamps. Oh. Sh cool. Show us a nipple clamp on your pinky. Would you? Would you be okay with that? Yeah. There we go. A little you higher. have to hold it up higher. A little bit yeah. higher. There you go. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh. And then it has a, a ring on it, so he can put the leash on as well. So if he wants to have more control during playtime, then he can put... break your hair, right? Oh, Just absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And then you can put on, like, the leash, and so he's got control uh, as well. Oh. And then wrist rope, nothing cool, but that's what we use. Like nice soft rope. Don't yeah. use mean rope; it's not fun. But nice soft rope, like for tying down or whatever. Yeah. We just have the straps that go under the mattress, and then they yeah. come up sides with cuffs. That those are fun because, like we do, we do like the blindfold and the headphones and those. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll take pictures and giggle and then be like, hey, hey. Yep. Mariah, have I ever told you about the upgrades I made to the straps that Jamie and I have? Yes, yeah. You like said you use carabiners and everything. Yeah, we replaced the, the cheap little plastic sort of like, I don't know what you would call them, but you know, you, you feed the strap back through itself so it can tighten or whatever. I replaced yeah. that with the carabiners so that you could oh, that's cool. easily yeah, hook up and, and unhook. I actually had to dust off the old sewing machine because we had to replace Abby's buckles on her... Uh, strap on because we broke the plastic ones we had to go buy some metal ones <laughs> sounds like a good relief society craft That's I, a great, I was like yeah. wow the last time i used this was for relief society so it's good to know the art of sewing hasn't died <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've done like electro play Ooh, I saw those toys and I was horrified. I was like, ooh, they scare me. That is so awesome. Really? Yeah. We w we went to the sex store because that's what I was like. I want to go find, let's go find some new toys. Yeah, that's just had be one. Huh? That's just got to be a fun outing for you in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they had like one that was like a cattle prod. And wow. he zapped me while we were there, you know, and. <laughs> It's, it's fun. It, you should come to the sex shop with me sometime. It's, you Let's would have it. a lot of fun. I would. All of us, just girls stay. We'll just go, go to the sex shop. Please. I'm not invited. <laughs> I didn't even know they had that stuff. Um, and then I went and I was like, oh my gosh, that scares me. And then one day I was telling Brady that they have this new little like vaginal insert toy that when you clench to like help with your kegels you can yeah. play games on your phone and it'll like you can do certain things when you the tighter you clench and i was like i want that but it's oh, like dollars so yeah. i was like i'll go find a cheap chinese version somewhere <laughs> and have what look like that toy but no they they have like a battery and they shock you from the inside i was like oh yep nope i i'm out <laughs> how much it was what? Your audio cut out for me. How much did you say the toy was? It was like $200 to get your like Kegels 
I'm like, I would do that. Like just hanging out, especially during quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) We have to do, but strengthen our vaginal walls. Exactly. I know. (laughs) I love it. Thanks so much, Cassie, for letting us peek behind the, the Dom sub world. That door. You're welcome. Yeah. It's been super interesting. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. And very educational. I really had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to cool. we'll we'll have to invite you into the studio when the uh, quarantine ends and everybody can get yeah. together because it it'd be fun to hear more stories. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. And I'll bring all my I'll bring all my toys. Oh yes. We should take a picture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be fun. All right. Well, friends, uh, thank you for listening. Please reach out to us at saltysexcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Brady, you want to, you want to, I don't know, promote Twitter? Anything cool happening on there? Uh, not, ri- not right now. I've just been posting our episodes, to be honest with you. I wasn't sure. Uh, I know we talked about doing some more polls and things like that. So we're going to be starting up on doing more polls. Um, I'm yep. gonna. We're gonna start putting up some humorous pictures, maybe some sound clips of our, of our podcast. Uh, nice. Maybe some teasers to our after hours episodes. Nice. Oh, and before we go, any cool ideas about what this episode should be called, Cassie? Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm well, not that cool. We <laughs> <laughs> think it's pretty cool, but. <laughs> We'll brainstorm and run something by you then. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then if you do like dominant sub, Dom always comes first. The sub comes second. That I makes did pick that up. That, so. that actually makes a lot of sense. So, <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> that's all. Oh. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. And I did pick that up. Pick that up. So that's why I kind of uh, paused. I was going to say something else and my brain just didn't connect with that. But yeah, that's why I paused because I was like, it's a dumb sub. Yeah. yeah. But, love it. So once again, just uh, for this side of the audio, uh, you can reach us at saltysexcast at gmail.com. We're available at Twitter, uh, which is at saltysexcast. And then our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash saltysexcast. Yeah, please come and support us on Patreon. We have cool things on there for you. We want to send you things. Uh, and everybody, have have a great week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Yeah. Stay home. Hashtag we'll have, stay home. Hashtag stay home. And we'll have another exciting, um, high-quality recording for you <laughs> <laughs> next week. <laughs> All right, everybody, stay sexy and salty. Bye. Yeah, and what's puberty? Puberty? Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the piece. When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school.
Maybe a diagram will help. 